Hey everybody, welcome back to Six Pod, your weekly sports podcast hosted by Jacob and Simon. We are back with actual sports news. Jacob, how pumped are you? Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I think that's uh, a bit of an understatement. It's It hasn't even been that long, but since uh, the Raptors and the Leafs and the Jays have all been kind of the, uh, missing in action recently, it's felt like longer than I think it actually has been, if you know what I mean. Because I think as like a, as a Toronto fan for those three teams, it's kind of like, well, now I got the Jays in the summer, I got the Raptors in the fall, Leafs in the winter, like that kind of thing. And it's just always continuous. And this is the first time we've had a complete shutdown, right? Completely agree. And I think there's also something to be said about kind of like how much basketball there was to watch during the bubble. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's yeah. just so many games to watch um, in such a short amount of time. And then it kind of got all taken away. And uh, yeah, so we are here with um, kind of the NBA 2020-2021 season preview. Is that what the season's called? Jacob, do you know? I'm assuming it's the 2020-2021. Yeah, it is. It is. Because yeah, it starts okay. 2020. Just starting, extre- just ex- starting extremely uh, late, but that's totally okay. So we've got our uh, NBA season preview. We're going to break down kind of how we think this season is going to unfold. We're going to talk about the Raptors uh, offseason season. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the storylines that me and Jacob are going to be interested in for the Raptors upcoming season. And we're just going to hash out who um, is going to take home the significant awards at the end of the year. Um, so without further ado, let's get right into it. Jacob, what do you think of the Raptors off season? It wasn't very significant i guess you can say like there wasn't it wasn't like 20 uh 2018 right where we got that Kawhi Leonard deal for DeMar DeRozan um but at the same time there was a couple of like positives i think you can take out of it with uh Fred Van Vliet signing and uh a couple of new additions to replace the guys we lost and i don't think i love the fact we lost Serge Ibaka or Marcus Saul as as a lot of you guys know Marcus Saul has you know intangibles a team needs to succeed yeah so I think losing those guys was tough, but I think they, they did their best to fill in um, those roles, and ultimately we'll see how that goes. But um, it wasn't an awful off season; wasn't super significant. So, um, yeah, what do you think? I'm happy we got uh, the Fred Van Vliet deal done. Mm-hmm. I'm super pumped that he is going to stay a Raptor. Uh, sad to see Serge and Mark leave. Especially since, um, you know, it was going to like two uh, two championship caliber level teams. But Masai um, during his presser this past week was confident in that decision and um, looking kind of forward to the future here. Uh, Jacob, where do you see the Raptors? Uh, kind of going from here, like where do you see them performing, you know, with the current roster that they have? Uh, just a couple of notable signings. They've got uh, Aaron Baines, uh, DeAndre Bembry, 
as well as uh, Malachi Flynn. That was their uh, 29th overall first round draft pick this past draft. So um, definitely like recognizable names, but I don't think they are, uh, you know, shoe in replacement for Mark. Like, no, yeah. for sure. They're not like replacing, you know, Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka. Regardless, though, how do you think, you know, let's just talk about this upcoming season and what we think uh, is going to be imperative for the Raptors' success and just some things that you're interested in for this season. Okay. So there, there are three things, I think, that are important to watch for this season for the Raptors. Um, number one, number one, this is like the biggest thing. So the biggest storyline, biggest thing that, that would lead to Raptors' success this year is if Pascal Siakam continues to take another step forward. Um, we saw him in the bubble and he just came out with a quote yesterday. He said like, he didn't have fun in the bubble. Um, take what you will from, from those kind of quotes. Like to be, to be quite honest with you, I think a lot of athletes say that kind of thing after the fact to kind of save face a bit. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's some truth in it. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's a, it's a bit of a mental battle to be in there. Um, but a lot of the times you see athletes being like, man, I wasn't myself or, um, I just, I wasn't mentally there. And it's like, like, okay, like I understand, but like you're saying this, it feels like you're saying this to get out of, you know what I mean? Well, let's just, you know, let's call it as we see it, Jacob, his performance in the bubble was absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Like, uh, which is unfortunate because he had a great regular season. Well, not, and that's why it was so atrocious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what made it so noticeable is because you're right. He had an awesome regular season and it almost looked like it was a completely different player than who we saw in the bubble. So I completely agree. That is a huge storyline um, to see kind of how he bounces back mm-hmm. um, specifically in Toronto, like the Toronto market, uh, whether it be fans or, or the media is pretty harsh on their players. So yeah, Hopefully he can uh, bounce back and fuel that. I understand a similar thing happened to to Kyle Lowry um, in one of his first playoff appearances, and it made him stronger. So hopefully that similar uh, process happens. But no, a huge thing will be how Siakam develops. I could not agree more. Yeah, so that being number one, um, leading into that, I think you have to go with Van Vliet, and his development is number two, I think. We paid him this year, just over $21 million a year. That's not, it's not cheap, right? It's not, it's not a max contract, but it's not cheap. And I think up to this point in his career, he hasn't quite shown us that he's worth over $20 million yet. But I think this contract is telling us, okay, we expect him to be our, our guy going forward, along with Pascal Siak. And we're kind of saying, okay, uh, we got, we got trust in you, man. Like we're going to put you, in these big the high leverage situations, we want you on the floor most of the time. You're going to be like our floor general after Lowry leaves, which she will. So I just think along with Siakam, if Van Vliet's um, game improves the way we, we've seen it improve over the past couple of years, that's going to lead to success. And I think it's not quite as important as Pascal, as I think Pascal has the potential to be a more complete player, um, just given his past pre- two, two previous years the jumps he made in those two years are just um they were really special so if he can continue to make like those giant leaps forward that's going to be more key but at the same time 
Van Vliet's going to compliment him really well if he can also step up his game. No, for sure. I, I, I agree with that as well. I think uh, Van Vliet had an okay bubble appearance. Yeah, it um, wasn't sublime, but it wasn't awful, right? Yeah, and I think when I say that, I'm kind of comparing it to his 2019. Um, mm-hmm. Or sorry, 20. Yeah, no, 20. Like his, the, the finals performance when he just went on fire. Um, yeah. Regardless, though, I, I think... Um, you know, Van Vliet does have a lot to show. Um, he talks like he wants to be an impact player. He has now been paid as an impact player, and hopefully, those two come in uh, to fruition. What's your third mm-hmm. thing? My third thing, and this is like, I don't know, this is another intangible thing, Simon. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it really depends. On kind of because I don't know how to explain this. So I think it's quite clear Kyle Lowry is exiting his prime. And as sad as that is, this may well be his last season in Toronto. Do you agree I with me there? It will be. Yeah, yeah, I think it will be his last season in Toronto for sure. I so I think one of the things you gotta watch for in terms of this season is if Lowry's gonna start backing off as the primary ball handler, giving that role more to Fred and being like a bit more of a mentor to the players this year, or if he's going to continue to like, you know, dive on the floor to, to just like, you know, be Kyle Lowry. If you, I don't you know think what I mean. that's like, you can't take that away from Kyle Lowry. Like that's part of his DNA, but it will be interesting to see how um, he kind of interacts and what you said, mentors the future core of the Raptors, which I'm assuming would be Van Vliet, Siakam, uh, Ananobi, Powell, Powell uh, and Flynn, right? No, no. I, I, well, okay. I guess so, but we have yet to see anything from him. So No, but like the younger core. Potentially, for sure. Um, one thing I also think, like going with this Lowry thing, I'm just unsure if he's going to be here all season two. Um, I think I could see, I could very well see a contender looking to trade for him at the break and they want to make a final push. Like, I don't know. Let's, let's say for example, the, the 76ers want to make a big push. Okay. And they already got Embiid. They got Simmons, but they need that veteran point guard kind of holding them down. And they offer us a couple really high picks. I can see the value in those picks. And I can see that, making or breaking our season. I think Kyle Lowry has been the leader of our chemistry. He's been the mentor and to see him go at a crucial time, if we're being successful, um, I think it really, um, you know, derail the season. Well, Jacob, what is the expectation of this team? I think that's also something that will determine the management groups. Um, comfortability level with pulling the trigger like a play like what you just like said right trading Lowry so what are you what like what is your expectation of this team I'm assuming that they are a playoff team however are they really pushing it for the finals no but does that mean that like I find that the Raptors are currently in this like really weird fringe like 
yep, they're a playoff caliber team. However, they're they're not pushing for a chip right now, and it's clear based on the roster moves, right? Like Masai was pretty conservative this past offseason. Yeah, but there wasn't a whole lot in the market to sign. So like to his to be fair, I think I think there wasn't other than keeping Van Vliet, Serge, and Gasol, like there wasn't probably a whole lot on Masai's list for the summer. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But like we'll get into this in a little bit, but a lot of teams got better. Mm-hmm. What do you see the Raptors trying to do? Obviously, you know, the goal is to win the NBA Finals. But, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's tough. I think um, you and I have talked about this before, and you've brought this up to me specifically about talking about and, you know, what a player like Kyle Lowry means to winning playoff games. Yeah, And I think I say this weekly to you, like, why can't the Leafs get their act together? Like, what is their problem? Um, And you've said countless times that, you know, it's players like Kyle Lowry who, like, will win playoff games. And I could not agree more. And I think you are correct by saying there will be teams who would give up a lot for you know, Kyle Lowry could be on their playoff team, 100%. So I think there is a high chance that Lowry is not finishing this season off as a Raptor. And, you know, that's heartbreaking to say, but there will be a time where we have to start transitioning and moving on. And I think that has already started to take place because of the Van Vliet signing. Yeah, I think... Ultimately, I think the Raptors are still a playoff team. Um, so I feel like if the Raptors are, are in a top four or five spot in the East, they keep Lowry. But if they're in that bottom half of the playoffs, I could see them trading for future value. Especially since yeah. Giannis and Kawhi are coming uh, to the Raptors next season. Yeah, both of them are. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, two things that I want to mention, Jacob, for the Raptors is I'm interested to see how OG plays this year. Yeah, I am too, for sure. Um, He had a a good bubble performance. He has progressed as a player well, and I think he's an invaluable, like he's a valuable piece to this team. I know that like management thinks that uh, just based on uh, Masai's inability to move him. Uh, in, oh, in he refuses to move him. Refuses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he really uh, has the respect of the leadership team. So I'm excited to see how uh, he plays this year. He is an interesting and, and fun player to watch, and I'm also excited to see how. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. One quick note about OG. Hmm. Simon, you sent me a picture of Austin Matthews um, yesterday, yeah. and Austin Matthews was showing a lot of his leg, right? Yeah, Quadzilla. Yeah. OG may have the best legs in basketball. Really? Yeah. Like you wow, can okay. you can quote me on that. Um I'm gonna go yeah. look up that uh after the after we finish this pod. I didn't know that. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. There are a lot of NBA players who really don't care about their legs as much. Yeah, yeah. But OG, man, those are some legs. 
bro. He's such an interesting character. You love that. You love that Surgeon OG little uh, segment there, eh? But the scarves? 100%, man. You got to do it for the fans. That's a great moment. Um, all right. No, I'm going to look into that after. Uh, but what I was going to say is I'm excited to see how Chris Finch, the new assistant coach, uh, is uh, with respect to developing the Raptors offense. Um, you know, apparently you know, Chris uh, Finch and, and Nick Nurse have known each other for a very long time. They've coached together. And so... Um, you know, it's going to be good to have like a fresh set of eyes and, you know, some new ideas coming into a, a team. I can agree with you there. Um, so just to kind of sum this up, the six pod five keys to the Raptors 2020-2021 success, Siakam and Freddie getting better, right? That's one of yep. two. Kyle Lowry's um, position on the team, if it stays, right? Yep. Yep. OG's growth and Chris Finch's effect on the team. Mm -hmm. You guys heard it here first. If those five things all work out, the Raptors will contend this year. I agree. Like, you can't disagree with that list. Like, those are the five extreme variables that will determine the trajectory. And I also think, just quickly mention, like, how this Tampa setup affects them. Do you see their new logo, by the way, for uh, Tampa? It's pretty nice. Yeah, with the raptor, like, biting the Tampa tree. Yeah. Yeah, and the Tampa they, tree. Those are yeah, nice they're, like, they're, uh, they're, like, public, to, like, their, like, marketing department is unreal. Um, but anyways, I think yeah, that Tampa also tree. may affect things as well. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Okay, Jacob. Let's talk about our predictions for this offseason. Yeah. Or sorry, right. like oh. this next season. Yeah. yeah. So I guess with all that being said about the Raptors, um, I'm going to place them. Let's both place them right now because we're going to give our top eight uh, teams in each conference. We're going to start with the East. Um, but Simon, where do you see the Raptors finishing this season? Fifth. Okay. That's not unreasonable. Where do you see I got them? Th- I got them finishing sixth. Interesting. And I know for a fact there's going to be people listening to this hating me for this because I always underestimate the Raptors, Simon. I love it when they prove me wrong. Nothing makes me happier. All right. So <laughs> let's uh, let's just break it down. Jacob, uh, who do you have at number one? All right. Number one in the East, I got the Bucks. So do I. Okay. Um, I think Giannis. We'll quickly run through this team. Like, yeah. Giannis is only getting better. He's a top three player in the league, no doubt. Um, they added Drew Holiday, who's an amazing defensive talent and can add on the offensive end. Um, they're keeping guys like um, Brooke Lopez. They're keeping guys like um, Chris Middleton, who just complement Giannis so well, right? Their defensive rating last year was like off the roof. It was number one. Not even close. Wait, I should double check that. I'm pretty sure the Bucks were number one defensively. Um, but they're just getting better. Their players, for the most part, stuck around. They lost like Wes Matthews, uh, George Hill, but pretty easily replaced by Drew Holiday, to be quite honest with you. Um, and I just don't see them losing that number one spot. Yeah. Um, they are dominant in the regular season. That's, you know, the the Bucks' MO. They obviously 
are trying to keep Giannis. So they did make necessary moves to kind of appease him. And I think they will definitely uh, come out as number one. Yeah. All right. So the Bucks were number one in defensive rating. Raptors were second. Quick shout out to the Raptors. Um, Yeah. Number two, we're probably going to both have this team. You got the Nets. No. No. Then you're wrong. No, I have Celtics. Okay, that's not unreasonable again, but I don't know how you can go against Kevin Durant. I'm not going against Kevin Durant. You are going, going against, against Kevin Durant. I'm going against not seeing Katie play in over a, in over a year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like I like, do you know how he looks on the court? I have no inclination. If it's the Katie that I saw on like Golden State. Hundred percent. That's definitely gonna push up the Nets's uh, ability, but I just think the Celtics are a better built team than the Nets are currently. And just to kind of what you just said, like I just don't know how KD looks. Can I give you a quick stat, Simon? Yep. He Kevin Durant has never averaged under twenty points a game. Never in his career. Okay, never in his career. Why would he start now? He's still in his prime. He's 30, 32, 32 years old. Bro, I'm yeah. not I'm not slandering KD. I'm a KD supporter. All I'm saying is, as a team, I don't know how the Nets are looking. Yeah, that's fair. But they also have Kyrie Irving, who is a top... Correct. Top and five, Steve Nash, top five point guard. And Steve Nash as their head coach. Like the Nets are gonna be a team to watch this year. I will be interested in the storyline and how this team progresses. I think that team has a potential to be really, really fun to watch. I just don't know yet. The only thing that gets in their way, there's only one thing that getting in their way, and that could be chemistry with Durant and Kyrie. For sure. But that's the only thing I can see stopping them. If 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 they acknowledge Durant is the one option, Kyrie is the two option, they should be they should give the Bucks a run for their money. They should. Yeah. And I'm like I'm down for it. I think that would be a really fun team to cheer for and watch. Like that No, we're not gonna cheer for them. That's enough for that. We're not cheering for the Nets. Are you insane? <laughs> uh, all right, Dude. who do you have as uh, as three? I got the Celtics as three, so Okay, so I have, pop there. No, I have heat. Oh my oh my goodness. <laughs> what? Bro, you cannot sleep on Tyler you, Hero. You're ridiculous. Do you hear yourself right now? You're ridiculous. Okay, so Jacob. No. Like, like no, hold up here. <laughs> Did you see the Heat's performance this past offseason? Uh postseason i did i did simon but they were i told you this before unreal, I told you they this were before. unreal if that is like a resemblance like if the heat can replicate that in just even just like a little bit less they're gonna be three bro jimmy butler dominated yeah and you I gotta guess. understand that like two of their starting players were injured 
And they still gave, I mean, I wouldn't even say they gave the Lakers a run for their money. Specifically no, that was later. a great series. Yeah. No, that was not. But regardless, bro, like, like the Heat deserves not to be slept on anymore. And I think, again, I don't know where the Nets are with respect to what you mentioned, chemistry, how KD has responded from his injury. Um, Steve Nash is a brand new coach. Like there's all these things with the Nets that just we haven't seen yet. And then that means like I'm not comfortable giving them ahead of a team that significantly dominated in the off in the postseason. Okay. So I have the Heat fourth. Do you have the Nets fourth? Yeah. Okay. So here's why I have the Celtics at three and the Heat at four. The Celtics, and I watched them a little closer just because of that whole Raptors series. But the Celtics are so young. And they're if you want to talk about chemistry, the Celtics chemistry is higher than the Heat's chemistry. Okay? And here's why I think at the Heat moment. And here's why I think the Heat deserve to be slept on, as you're you're saying they don't deserve to be, but I think and you this is gonna be a take either wildly wrong or just right on, okay? People are gonna overrate the Heat going into this season. They're gonna say, Oh, the Heat were so good in the playoffs last year. Man, the Heat, Tyler Harrow, so good, Jimmy Butler so good. Like they're gonna think those things going into this season and the Heat are gonna have a good season, but they're not gonna be that that top team that everyone's expecting him to be after that past season. They're just, I just, I can't see Tyler Harrow putting up good numbers the whole season. Jimmy Butler. Yes. He's elite. I don't see him recreating that playoff run. He just had um, Bam Adebayo is the only one I can really see getting better than he was last season. Yes. Tyler Harrow is going to get better. Like, sorry, not better. I'm just saying Bam Adebayo is going to be the one that's starting to like solidify himself as an elite player. I don't think Harrow is going to do that. I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to, start getting any better than he already is. I think the only way that he'd get better is if Bam gets better. And I don't think he's going to make enough of a difference for them to be a top one or two seed. I just don't. And I guess you agree with me. The Celtics are better. I look forward to um, touching base on what you just said. Uh, About five months from now. When the uh, playoffs are, are just approaching. Um, well, now there's also something to be said too, Jacob, about like the longevity of their off season, right? Like realistically training camp has just started. Mm-hmm. And when did the season end? Like a month and a bit um, ago? Yeah. So Lakers will have the shortest rest and the have second shortest rest and the Lakers have 71 days off. Yeah, like that's in between nuts. their last game and their first game. So that's, you know, two months and a couple days. So that's two months and a week, think pretty about. much, right? Yeah, and that's something to think about, right? Like where uh, that comes into play. But regardless, who do you have at five? I got the 76ers. And so you have the Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. Oh, my. You have the Nets in the bottom three? Bro. Again, I don't okay. feel comfortable. I've okay. said this, and it's it's a valid framework it's of thinking. It's valid, but it's going to be wrong because 
you're underestimating I'm prepared how good... that it is to be. I think if all of the things okay. go well. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, listen. Kevin Durant is the only one who can be thought of as the same level as LeBron James. Okay. Yeah. That's just just as known. Yep. Along with that, can you say if LeBron James joins a team at age 32? that that team is not going to be a top five team in the playoffs. Did LeBron James have um, a very, very significant injury that required him to take a year off from playing? No. So then, yes, I would say then LeBron James would have that much of an impact on a team. But Jacob, he had a year off from a significant injury, an injury that often curbs basketball players for like, that's a seat. That's a career ending injury sometimes. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. So, but it's, it's not. What do you mean? It's not. Yes, it it's is. Not for Kevin Durant. It's not going to be that way for him. Oh, I'm ready to be wrong. And I'm, he's back. Like he's playing. He's ready. I'm just like, there's so many, like, okay, yeah, if this happens, then the Nets will be good. There's like five things that like all have to line up for them to achieve or be the team that you think they're going to be. You okay. mentioned three of them. Okay. Chemistry. Pl- uh, coaching. KD. Kyrie's willing to willingness to accept his role in the team. All of those things are going to be – uh, integral to getting the Nets to their potential. I think it most definitely can happen. And if they do, then yes, I agree. Then it should be Nets uh, higher up in the East. But at just this moment, I can't, you know, agree to okay. that. That's okay. So let's just joke. round off. That's egregious. Let's just, okay. Okay. Let's just round off our bottom three then. Who you got? Six, seven, eight. 76ers. Okay. Pacers, Hawks. Okay, so I got Raptors six, Wizards seven, Hawks eight. Okay. So I can see why you'd have the Pacers. I just don't think they're going to have it this year. Um, I think I think we both think the Hawks are young and and looking like up this year. Like they got Trey Young, great season. John Collins, pretty good season. Like I think those guys can develop pretty well. They might have a good mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. And I think like they have some potential here, right? Like. They yeah. uh, they'll they'll go in. Okay, let's go in the West. Hold on, one more thing about the Hawks. I think the Hawks only make it because the East is just so bad right now. Like, there's no way the Hornets are doing anything. No, there's no way the Bulls are doing anything. Quick shout out to you know the Phonem in, in Chicago. Just quick shout out there. But there's no way the Knicks are doing anything. There's no way. Um, or the Knicks are never doing anything. Yeah. There's so there's just like a bunch of teams that are just awful. Okay. So that's the only reason I can kind of say Atlanta gets that edge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, we'll go to the West. Um, you should have the same number one as me, the Lakers. Yep. Okay. Um, they got better, hundred percent. Which better. is scary. Yeah. Um, if LeBron keeps up the same pace he did last year, we'll we'll talk about this more later. But um, I can see them going pretty far again. If you agree. Uh, yeah. Like they got better. They've they're keeping AD. Um, both enormous contracts, ridiculous amounts. Um, 
I'm excited to watch that team again. And then, yeah, we'll kind of touch on that near the end of this podcast, but just, you know, if LeBron can resemble or produce similar to last year, then I think they're going to, um, I don't think it's going to be like a runaway season for them, but I definitely think that like they will come up on top. Okay. okay. What do you have at okay. two? I got the Clippers. So do I. Okay. Um, they didn't get worse. They got Serge Ibaka. Um, they got a new coach. Kawhi Leonard is going to be Kawhi Leonard. And if Paul George picks up the pieces a bit, they're going to be, they're going to be solid again. I think the Clippers are the team that I'm most kind of interested to see what happens to, because, you know, there was a, there's a lot of blaming about the Clippers, uh, lack of performance. Oh, yeah. the coach, you know, specifically Paul George, like he went on yeah. a podcast and yeah. like, explicitly uh you know disliked or or doc rivers yeah that was it do you right? hear what happened though between uh do you know what happened with paul george and, and doc rivers in the past no um so he dated doc rivers daughter okay? oh yeah it was this story yeah 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 and i'm pretty sure he cheated on her <laughs> So it's not like they have a good relationship to begin with, right? Regardless, though, like, and especially since, like, how cocky that team was when oh, yeah. Kawhi signed. Yeah. Um, Kawhi's the only one on that team who isn't cocky. 100%. So, like, obvi- I, I like Kawhi as a player, as you do, too. And I would like to see the Clippers do well this year. I, I think. Don't. No, I don't. That's okay, no. Thing. Hold up. Pause, 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 pause. No, that's Would that not thing. be great for, like, just competition, though, in the West? Oh, for competition. I don't yeah. want to see the Clippers be that team, but I'd be happy to see any other team in the West be that team. Okay. But regardless. The Clippers might be my least favorite team in basketball. Yeah, I understand that. I think mine would be the Knicks just because <laughs> – they're just an awful organization. They're just, they're just not good enough to care about, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, facts. Uh, okay, who do you have at three? I got the Nuggets at the three. Wow. Who do you got? I've got Mavericks. I knew you were going to rate them so much higher. They don't deserve to be that high, man. They don't. I, I respect, tell you why. Like, I understand I you why. why you're, like, the Nuggets are... For you, hundred percent. The Nuggets have just been in the top three the past two seasons, and and I just I don't understand how, but Jokic and Jamal Murray just seem to get it done, man. Yeah, that combo just, like you wouldn't think they would be dominant, but like they're pretty good. They're really good, bro. Um, they, they turn it on like in the playoffs too. They turn it on. So yeah. Whatever, like, turn it on means for uh, Jokic. But, yes. Um, he runs a little um, faster, maybe. Right? <laughs> Eats a little less. Um, um, okay. Here's, here's why I don't have the Mavericks at the three. I think, I think yes, Luka Doncic is, like, amazing. But I just don't think he has a supporting cast yet to be a top three seed. Okay. Like, him, Porzingis, good. Other than that, no one really is that elite. Josh Richardson did they add this year? Someone told me they added Josh Richardson. Solid player. Not going to change that much about the team, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, who do you have at the four? Warriors. Interesting. Okay. Who do you have? I got the Rockets. Oh, come on. No, and this is not even a bias thing. Like, I genuinely think the Rockets are going to be really good this year. Why? The Westbrook's okay. gone. John Wall is better for James Harden than Westbrook is. Okay. He is so much you better. You heard and it here first. You heard it here first, everybody. I'm going to be completely honest with you, too. I used to do, like, the GM mode on 2K17. And you know who I would always pair together? I'm not even kidding you. This is no word of a lie. My first moves, I draft James Harden, right? Yep. And of course. The first trade I make is to get John Wall as my point guard. The second trade I make is to get DeMarcus Cousins as my center. Who do the Rockets have now? James Harden, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. And I just went 82-0 and that year. So if that's any precursor for what's going to happen this year, I'm telling you, man, their play styles will work if James Harden ever shows up for training camp. It's I'm gonna not work out. a huge James Harden uh, fanboy as as you are, Jacob, but I would like to see the Rockets uh, do well. Um, I just think I have my reasoning for having the Warriors at four is just Steph Curry. Um, I think if Clay Thompson was not injured, then I think. Oh. That For sure. would be, I think, honestly, the Warriors could maybe t- even take the three. Maybe. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I agree. So, I, you know, it, it's tough to see, um, you know, the, the clay news. But I just think, like, Steph Curry's Steph Curry. And um, you can't really uh, count that out. Who do you have at five? You have... I have the Mavericks at five. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then I have the Nuggets at five. Okay. 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 Which we talked about that. And then I have six. I have six Rockets. Okay. Not bad. I got the Jazz at six. Okay, I have Jazz at seven, which makes sense if kind of we're out, like if we're weighing out our options here, that makes kind of sense. And uh, eight? Oh, I haven't told you my seven yet. You're going to be surprised. And this is my, this is going to be my favorite team to watch. Um, What? The Suns, man. The Suns are the seventh seed for me. Okay. I don't hate I that. I think the addition of Chris Paul 100%. is pretty huge. It's pretty huge. I think that is probably like the most underwhelming, like, or like the appearance of the most underwhelming news this past offseason. Like, I think the Chris Paul addition is going to significantly improve that team. And Devin Booker. Honestly, I'll, we'll talk about him more later. Uh, we'll talk about Devin Booker more later. He's on he's on one of my uh, lists going forward. But I think he's going to have a special season too with those two. DeAndre Ayton as a center, I think I think they got a lot of potential to do well this year. Yeah. I have uh, – I had Suns at eight. Okay. Who do you have so, at seven again? Uh, Jazz. Jazz. Um, I got the Pelicans at eight. Man, I'm just not sold – on the Pelicans. I think it's going to be between the Pelicans and the Warriors. Um, I don't think the Trailblazers have it in them this season, and they always end up bringing people wrong, so they'll probably just sneak in there again. But, like, I think the Pelicans, if Zion really takes off, Brandon Ingram had a great season last season. I think Lonzo Ball is going to ball out this year, too. I think J.J. Raddick's going to complement that team really well. Yeah. So I just think they're going to kind of come together this year. Um, they're not Hopefully, going to dominate. Like that's what they... I think they're going to win more than they lose. Yeah. All right. 
I don't think like I think our lists are uh kind of make sense to what we value. Yeah, no, and they're not super far off. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm kind of That's floored far. about your um willingness to just absolutely ride the um the nets at this moment. That's absurd. But... Just watch, man. Just watch. Right. Who do you okay? Now we'll go into our uh finals. Conference finals. Do my do your Eastern Conference final picks, Western Conference final picks, finals picks. Right now? Do you want me to just list yeah. them all? Yeah. Okay, I've got Eastern Conference, Bucks, um, Western Conference, Lakers. No, no, tell me who you got playing in it first. What do you mean? Who do you got playing in the Eastern Conference final? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought like you're just like winner. My bad, my bad. Um I go I go Bucks. Um Bucks for Celtics. That's fair. Okay. Who you got in the West? Um You know who I'm gonna say. Like the two teams that I'd be interested in watching the most would be Lakers and Clippers. That's fair. Like I think that series would be unreal. That's why I want the Clips to do well. Yeah. Like it would be a good series. Kawhi versus, Bro, LeBron. Kawhi versus LeBron, like Paul George, if he can get it together versus AD, like no, Anthony Davis would eat him. No, 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 no. I no, I know, I know, but like just that competition would be fun. Yeah, and Serge Ibaka against Marcus Saul, a couple intangible yeah, 100%, guys, right? Hundred percent, big boys. Um, you yeah, I got, I got Bucks Nets, and then I got. Lakers. What? Um, I'm telling you, man, the Nets are gonna be really good. I'm telling you, you're gonna hear first. Okay, first automatic so in the future. I just know it. some of these takes are gonna be thrown back in my face, but I stick Bro, with it for now. First, you put Nets at four. Okay, I put them at two. Sorry, my bad. Two. Okay. Not only you, not only do you do that, but you put this hypothetical team <sighs> in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep, that is ridiculous. I love it. It's yeah, well, chaotic. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. I'm just telling you, Kevin Durant is not to be trifled with. I'm not saying that he is. All I'm you saying, you are. You're playing with him. You're playing with him right now. He doesn't like that. I can tell. I can tell <laughs> listening to this. All right. Gonna, uh, did gonna... you say your uh, Western Conference? No. Uh, yeah, I said – sorry, I did. I said Lakers Clippers. Um, they're going to be some teams that challenge, but ultimately – sorry, if the Clippers don't blow it again, I can see the Clippers um, going to the Eastern, uh, Western Conference Finals. But ultimately, yeah. it's going to be Lakers Bucks, in my opinion. 100%. And who do you think is going to take that home? Well, yeah. Mm. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Lakers are pretty favorited to go back to back. So. They were just unreal last year, man. Like. They weren't unreal. That's the thing. Like last year watching them for me, I was like, yeah, I could see them winning. And then this year I'm like, yeah, I, I see them winning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I think. They both got the Lakers in the Lakers-Bucks finals. Yeah. 
Jay, who right. do you have oh. as your finals MVP? I'm going to go Anthony Davis. Interesting. I do not. I am going um, the Don't consistent pick, okay? and the um, most popular pick would be LeBron. You're pretty boring. You're a pretty boring person. I totally see AD taking it. Um, but, you know, it's LeBron James and there's nothing more to be said about that. Fair enough. I can't argue with that logic. All right, league MVP. I got it to two people, okay? So do I. I got it to Kevin Durant and Luka Doncic. Okay. Okay. Who do you got it to? I got Luka Doncic and Giannis. Oh, no. First of all, I'll tell you for a fact, even if Giannis has a great season, he's not going to win a third time in a row. It's called voter fatigue. It's what happens to LeBron James, what happened to James Harden, what happened to Steph Curry. Like People get tired of voting for the same person every year. Trust me. He's not going to win even if he has another great year. Should he win, though? No, I don't think he should. I didn't think he should have won the last two years. Wow. No, straight up. Harden should have been 2019. LeBron should have been this year. You're just full, I'm full, full chaos guy. today, eh, Sherm? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I think we can agree Luke is going to have a good season. And, yeah, man, and I, I could, man, I'm special. telling you, Durant's coming back with a vengeance. Although the only thing that could hurt his case um, is going to be five they're things. Gonna, they're going to sit him. They're going to sit him once in a while just for injury maintenance yeah bro the load management on him is yeah, gonna gonna, be that's that's the only thing that's gonna hurt his case for sure mm-hmm. oh beautiful that's a sixth thing to add to the recipe for the nets the nets success this upcoming season okay rookie okay. of year um honestly man i gotta go with i gotta go with Lamella ball i think yes, he's gonna team. i think he's gonna do it i think he's gonna do it so do and I. I think I think the finalists, like I think alongside him, I think we might see James Wiseman. I don't see Anthony Edwards doing that much, to be honest with you. Did you hear him say he doesn't even like basketball? Yeah, facts. Yeah, so I don't. I think he's going to hit the rookie wall this year, and he's not going to do too well. But he could surprise us. He's he's crazy athletic. Though. All right, most improved. This one I struggled with a bit. I did not. I, w- I really want to say this one guy. I really want to say Devin Booker. But Devin Booker already puts up really good numbers. But I just think he's going to like enter a new level this year. Like It takes a lot for someone to win most improved after like averaging 25 points per game the season before. But I just really see him going even further this year. It's respectable. Um I don't know too much about him, but I can see that happening. My answer or my vote or pick would be Jamal Murray. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Okay. Can I, I, don't can I just that. provide my case before you disagree with me? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, specifically in the offseason – or off, I keep saying off season just because the like this the timing's all messed up. This postseason last season, 
They're pretty um, dumb. Was <laughs> uh, it was like two uh, two months ago, whatever. Um, Jamal Murray was special, bro. And like maybe it was because of the bubble. Maybe it was because he just got hot and he was overarching his ability. But like he was like showing some like significant promise. If he can um, replicate that and kind of carry that over into this next season. And if Murray can like play at that level consistently throughout the season, I think he will or should get the most improved. However, it's just, can he do that? Like, you can't disagree that, like, Murray was a force in the postseason. No, you can't argue that. But I'm going to give you the same thing I told you when you talked about the Heat. Like, like Tyler Harrow, Jimmy Butler. Things happen once in a while. They align, the stars align. Things happen really well. But it's just not, like, I love Jamal Murray. He's Canadian. He's great. Yeah, he's Kitchener, not, Waterloo boy. Yeah, he's just not going to be... I don't know. I just, I just don't think he's, he's okay. elite. He's really let good. Me, I don't see him me, making that turn up either. What? I don't, I don't see him making that turn up to elite, anyways. No, okay, but if he did, then do you see his candidacy for most improved? Yeah, I, yeah, I just don't think he has it in him to, to explode. Okay. Oh, what's your pick for uh... defensive? That's all our picks. Oh yeah, no, defensive. defensive. Player. That's I was gonna say defensive player there. Ad. Ada. That's a fair pick. Who do you have? I have Rudy Gobert. Okay, he is a very very sound defensive player. Yeah. Um, Giannis didn't deserve it. Either. No. No. Ad. I, d- I agree or with ben that. Or Ben Simmons. Um, I think Ben Simmons is also a sleeper pick there. Yeah. I just think AD will uh, run away with that, especially if LeBron um, Imagine this, like Simon. dominates that. Imagine Marc Gasol holding down your defense, just being the backbone there. All AD yeah. has to do is just block shots. You yeah. got... Marcus all into the rim, AD's just coming in nowhere and block the shots. Not to mention, yeah. when you got Marcus all on your team, intangibles. Life life's just so much easier as a player. Just so much easier. Man, I'm excited to watch the um the the like the the season this year, man. Like I um am excited to kind of follow the storylines that we've talked about on this episode and i'm also now super excited jacob take a guess on what team i'm going to be watching like a hawk now like just because of this talk yeah just because of this talk sons nah the not the nets bro i gotta oh. i want to i want to uh see you want how me to be wrong it won't per- happen you want me, me to be wrong you want me to be wrong and it won't happen <laughs> all right um so that is our 2021 season preview. Um uh, at the recording of this next podcast we will have seen a Raptors pregame game. 
or preseason Fired game. Up. Fired up. So uh, Jacob and I will be dissecting that. Uh, but of course, we should take that with a grain of salt. It is their first game. Nurse will be trying things. But regardless, Jacob, there will be live sports in less than a week. Next Saturday, 7 p.m. Yep. Tune in. Playing so, the Hornets. So I know it's preseason, but they better beat the Hornets. Yeah. Like, again, it's, you know, preseason. But regardless, it's Raptors basketball. It's live sports. It's um, exciting. I can't watch football for the life of me. Can you? Hopefully next. Hope, no, I can't. Um, and, uh, like, like I can't. I'm gonna be honest with you. Last time I uh, watched football, I had to had to play a game out of it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll watch the Super Bowl, but that's it. Um. Anyways, guys, next episode uh, will be the World Junior Preview. Um. For this uh, upcoming World Juniors, uh, Canada is an unreal team, but we'll be talking more about that uh, later. Um, but until then, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we, we appreciate it. If you guys have any comments um, about Jacob and I's you know, thoughts this pod, if you have any Nets slander, please send them my way. I'll use that as material for when I touch on this again. But until then, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you.